You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Moitzei Shabbos Kodesh, this must be Rizcha Daraisa. I'm here with Rabbi Yisuf Gabriel Bechafel. Uh, we've just gone through uh, this week, Parshas Vayel. We already started Parshas Chayesar by Rabbi Yisuf. Um, something about this parsha uh, sunk its teeth into you. And uh, I know that perhaps you'd like to begin, although most of our audience could be listening to this deep into Parshas Chayesar. You think there's things that need to be brought out from Paushas Vayera um, that perhaps maybe aren't really emphasized enough. I mean, we hear about the Akeda, of course, throughout the, the Aseris Mechuva and even before, during Yemei Slichos, it's the Kriya of Rosh Hashanah, people who lay in the Akeda every single day as part of their Tvilis. Um, but uh, you want to zero in, I think, on Avram Avinu's stand his stand for Stoim, his stand for Stoim in the other cities. Um, what did you want to bring out about it? Well, this is a point which actually uh, people use as a basic question of the Muna, which is, uh, A, has a Kodesh Baruch Hu have less Rechmanus than Avraham Avinu? B, has an Kodesh Baruch know what Avraham is going to Taina? C, doesn't Avraham Avinu know that Hashem Kodesh Baruch knows is going to tie down. So it seems to be that there's a, a whole uh, uh, issue about Gershbarhu's chesed being only um, activated by a uh, human being. And uh, that uh, Gershbarhu's chesed is um, not necessarily automatic, obviously, requires a Gershbarhu human intervention. And on the other side, it says that the measure says that the Abraham Avinu was, he, he uh, used the lotion of Krav. He was Karev to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it says that um, the Tefillah, one of the things, the lotion of Tefillah is related to the lotion of Krav, Krav the Milchama. In other words, a certain Tefillah, which is like the Tefillah of Abraham Avinu here, which is the Tefillah of Abraham Avinu here, which is a battle with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mm-hmm. So the question is why HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, and we know, of course, we have examples of that with Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, by uh, and we have also uh, things like so this whole concept of Tila as battling with HaKadosh Baruch it's a fascinating concept yeah, and the question is theologically now we understand this the idea of Avram being the Merkava Lushchina, right? the Merkava meaning what allows the aspect of Chesed to be revealed in the world right? Avram is Midas HaChesed he isn't just a pale shadow of the chesed of the Rebbeinu Shalom, he represents chesed for humanity and allowing or Kodesh Baruch chesed. That's what we say. Avram is obviously is known as Midas HaChesed. Um, I, I don't actually see the Lashon of Krav. I do see the Lashon here of Ayigash no, Avram. It's not in the Medrash itself. It's in the Medrash. The Medrash says he's a, a Lashon. It, it analyzes the Lashon of Tfila as a Vayikra. When you tell a Shleach Tibor Krav to the Amud, so you're saying to him, Krav for, among other things, for Milchama. It's not necessarily, cool. it's uh, the story of Abraham Avinu is the, 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 the springboard of the conversation there, but it's not, not the Lashon doesn't apply up here, but obviously Medrash is making that connection. You know, so, you know, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think what, what 
most people have commented here, other, other than yourself, is that um, Avram Avinu shows more Rachmanus here and more concern here than, of course, when he's told to shecht his own child. I've heard that often from my students, in fact. Uh, I even heard it from, I'm sure they got it from some book somewhere that Avram didn't pass the Akedah. Um, and why was it that when he was told to slaughter his own child, uh, he didn't argue and say how, what? And here, even though he realizes what God's intent is, he, is, he does seem to put up a, a battle and, uh, and an argument. Uh, I've heard that question raised too, and I'm sure you have too as a teacher, right? Sure. Um, and you know, obviously, there's difference. There's a difference between a direct command than Avram being told God's intention. I'm a chassanim Avram, right? Here, uh, God sort of lets Avram into what he's going to do, obviously for a reason, right? Um, he doesn't have to tell Avram, right? He says, "I'm a chassanim So. Clearly, it's almost like he is leading Avram to engage in this um, uh, defense. And I, I think part of what you also need to layer here, Rabbi Yosef, is the fact that the defense fails. This is an example of a, a passionate defense for humanity that ultimately was unheeded. And yet it's here in the Torah to sort of give us a sense of what tefillah is, right? Because- I mean, yeah, you're right. And somebody asked me this year, the question slightly took me back because I never thought of before that um, <laughs> Avram didn't work for Avram Avinu, but worked for Lot for Tzohar. You know, after Sodom and Amora are basically destroyed, um, this is where we learn out the Posik, the whole idea of Avram, the source, according to many, for Tila Shachris, is after. Sodom and Amira are ashes. You would think that if Avram went to that same place that he was standing before, he sort of would get a sense that that Sodom and Amira had been Nepach. No, it's not like he came back and he was saying, right? Because uh, as you can see, so Avram actually goes back to the same spot of Tefillah, a place where he's failed. And this is the mocker for Tefillah Shachris. Tefillah Shachris is that Tefillah where it seems like I lost and there's like a Holocaust that has happened. Um, I, I think that's ex extremely powerful when you think about it, when people talk about, you know, many people have said that, uh, you know, Avram called uh, the Mokom the, HaMikdosh the, the Har, and we know that uh, Yitzchak uh, called it Sode, or at least it was referred to as a Sode, the place where he was, and Yaakov called it Bias. So I've, I, I always explain this to mean that a har is very difficult to scale. In other words, first of all, it is hard sometimes to get up for shafras, but it's also the idea to, to muster up the energy, uh, to start every day with that positivity, especially when the ruins of a world lie around you. That's that har that Avram sort of has to uh, climb to be able to, 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 to reckon with what's happened. He's there and he's davening again, right? He's davening again, even though he can see that, his, that what he davened the day before is, is, was, was not the scabble at all. Uh, Baruch Hu, the way he made the Bribria is that he doesn't, uh, uh, his chesed is conditional on somebody activating the chesed. And he will, he, that part of the symptom, obviously, is that 
you need tefillah, and you even need milchama with HaKadosh Baruch Hu to wrestle with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, you know, they say that, um, I think that it's said, that even just to say the name of Levi Yitzhak Berdichev is Moerer, all sorts of um, um, things in Shemayim, Tikkun Shemayim, because he had this notion of uh, davening in a very strong and uh, sure, um, sure. way for Am Yisrael. So it comes out that uh, two things here, for, for that, oh, well, maybe more than two things, but it comes out that we, uh, tefillah is meaningful. In other words, I think Yishael Leibovich is one who said that tefillah is, is a chutzpah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows exactly what you want and what you need. And you see from the Chumash that that's not the case. Obviously, I, I don't know what he does with these tzukim. I'm sure he does something with them. But uh, you see, obviously you see that tefillah tzorak gavar, that the, it doesn't work. Nothing works in this world without tefillah, even things which have to do with basic chazdei Hashem kilosabu. Don't work without there being an Isorus uh, Isorus Osaka. Also, and, yeah, and, and let's not forget that that you know when we talk about the Bradishiver and using what we would call that chutzpah, um here's Avram who is sort of forgotten in the legends of the Bradishiver, right? Right? How could you do this, right? Right? Um so. Yeah, I, I think you know those lishonos. Despite the fact that you know, Avram is, is keeps on uh, mentioning how he's offered of Eifer and he's not worthy, but clearly the fact that we are able to address God in strong language uh, is something that you know Avram is obviously the av for that ideal. And I think that um, I think you're correct. And I think I would say if we're going to talk about it in a riska daraisa form, I think it's unfortunate. You know, you, you have a parsha that's so packed. That I think that many people are zeroing in, oh, either on the Akeda or on the Mice of Achnosis Orchim in the beginning, um, uh, the beginning of the Parsha. I think that uh, this element of Avram's, uh, again, people will probably write in and say, yeah, everybody, uh, no, this is the most important part of the Parsha. I don't think so. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think that, that, that scant attention is paid here. We all know Avram did stand there, but the, the, uh, the sharpness of his of his argument, uh, the way he's able to really go for the jugular here, even though he he loses, uh, and 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 what is the? I'm not sure I would call it a loss. I mean, you know, obviously the, the, there was no achiza for his It's not a loss. I mean, in fact, it's written in Chumash, as you pointed out, means it's Lodoros, right? Right, right, right. But, this is. This, but this, I also want to say something in the Ritcha, in the Ritcha. But you uh, can imagine one of the daily terror to get to the eight getting up and saying, you know, you know, maybe you'll save the town Babu Ram. If not, there are 45 Sadiqim, right? And Avram is davening for them. I don't know if anybody in uh, any gadol of any sort would ever have such a machshava or certainly publicize such a machshava that we have to daven for the table of people other than ourselves. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. I, I think also, um, you know, one has to note the fact that Bani Shalom answers his tefillahs right away. He does, he does respond. He, Avram doesn't get what he wants, which is the Hatzal of Stoim, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu engages in a dialogue with him. By Yoyimer, he keeps on answering it. So we definitely have, uh, Avram has that connection, which of course the, the Nevi'im all had. And I think that's also important to see 
uh, we don't always feel that God is, when we're looking at that uh, a situation like Avram is, we don't have that Amira back. I think part of what the, the chizik we need to take from this parsha is, is that you, you, some, you don't necessarily hear the answer, but it is, it is happening. There is, uh, there is an Amira coming back from the Ravonin it's just that uh, we, we we're not on the madrega of Avram Avinu or Anovi to be able to hear it, but I think that also is something that that we need to take uh, we need to take chizuk from. Uh, also, I think one of the things that you see from this, which I I don't know if any if enough people bring out, is the power of what ten people can do. In other words, let's assume I don't know the the the, the numbers, and I'm not sure if if Chazal's numbers are mugzam or not, but. You know, I, I get the sense that we're talking here about millions of people being um, being uh, being killed, right? We're talking about millions of people. No, I don't think that. No, what do you think? We're talking about thousands. You think the cities in those days? Were yeah, small. Cities were still, yeah, it was also only fifty-two years old. Was it? Was it? Uh, didn't have time so it was go. not okay. So you think we're we're only talking here? Okay, but still, we can see that the the hashpa of a minion, ten people, can somehow be a rationale to save, as we see, thousands and thousands. And when we talk about, uh, again, uh, starting a koilul, starting a, a, a moisid, a small place, and yet, look what you're able to do, right? You are, I'm not going to destroy them because what is the svara? If these tzaddikim are here, they will have an effect. It isn't just they need a place to go to, to, to go swimming, or they need a place to go shopping, or they need a place... Uh, to be able to do their pu'ulas and, and find the, their kosher food, because of them, that there is a chance for this city to change. We see the ugliness and 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 rabid um, uh, sensuality and evil of stone, as it's portrayed in the story of Leit and the Malachim. All of that could could change. Ten people could make a difference. Right, ten people can make a difference, and I think that's a very important message the Rebbeinu Shalom is giving to Avram Avinu, that if there's ten, I I I, I won't be able, I won't destroy them, and that's one of the reasons I think why um, you know one of the tamias that I've heard people ask that we learn out uh, the idea of asara, that asara is how you have a minion to be able to be maskir shem Hashem. We learn it out ultimately with a series of Xavier Shabbos that take us back to who? To the Maraglin, right? Yeah. right. Now, again, Rabbi Nabachia uh, quotes the, the Yerushalmi about uh, the uh, the Bnei Yaakov coming in uh, to Mitzrayim. But I think the from the Bavli that the source is the Maraglin, you also see the power of what Asara can do. Asara, 10 Maraglim are able to turn a whole community who have seen Nisim and Nifloyus from their stories, they are able, Lera, to turn them into a whole community of complainers and change them. And I think, you know, Midas Teva, Maruba Midas Peronius, that what we see here is the possibilities. And again, I think that for, for younger people that are. I, saying, I don't, listen, I, what you're saying is Amis Lamita, but I don't know if it's Pashup Shalom Sukin. Pashup Shalom Sukin sounds like it's like the Tzolavan Yerni Dachas, which is that. If there are any, like Rabbi Lez, the thing that says, who says, any mezuzahs in the city, it should be matzah of the entire city. Well, so, because uh, the Kisfei HaKoyish, which can't be destroyed. But, uh, so here too, it sounds like the Tzadikim, even if they're not going to be Mashpia on Roshoyim, the very fact that there's Tzadikim there, in and of itself, 
Is no, that I, I, that is the simple shot, but knowing Avram Avinu and knowing what this what we're trying to supposed to get out of it, I, you, you have to assume that that is the idea behind it. That if there's Asara, then therefore it might not happen today. And I think that's again a, a different nechama for many people out there who are working in Kirov and Chinuch and saying, oh, what did I get? You know, did, did we do make any difference? Yes. Having you there, you'll see the change. We maybe we'll not be able to write the art scroll uh, quick history of how the community changed within ten years, but there will be that 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 solid change. I mean, otherwise, again, we know what Stoyman and Let's just let's be honest. Nothing was ever rebuilt there, right? We're talking here about, like you said, in Yerdi Dachas, completely destroyed and finished. What uh, if you're able to bring people and get there? And you work the shame shamayim, you are able to make that change. And I think well, that's why we're giving the alternative shotim though. I would say I'm just gonna for the fun of it throw out one out. I'm not saying it's shot or even a right shot, but just to be uh, uh, edgy, which is it could be that Ramavinu meant kill the tzaddikim, don't kill the rishonim, because we know that misa tzaddikim mechaperes. So can we say that? Okay, if there are 50 tzaddikim, kill the tzaddikim and let all the Rishonim live. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Maybe. <laughs> I hear. I hear. Possibly it doesn't sound like haftis tzaddik in Russia would mean the opposite. In other words, haftis tzaddik in Russia, in other words, let the Russia live. The tzaddik, tzaddik should die and the tzaddik's death will be the machaper for everybody else. Yes. Yeah, yes. This is right. You know, it's a Ramchal, Derech Hashem, which is very. Very, uh, con- I don't know if controversial is the word, but very, he says that, you know, but he even brings this con- this Yashka like idea into Judaism, which is that the death of a tzaddik is an atonement, not just a stopgap, but actually can actually uh, uh, cleanse the Russia's slave. We talk about, if you want to get Kabbalistic, we talk about the man that was generated by the death of Esaruge Malchus. For doyre doyre doyre, right? When we talk about why they had to die, that somehow their death was able to uh, to be goyrim, uh, you know, the the shefa and the and, and protection for so many years. You're right; it does sound somewhat christological. Um, and again, you have to really think about uh, what sort of lessons you want to give out if you want to suggest such a such a thing. I think you have to be machalik between dying for your sins and talking about the fact that. That the, what happens when a tzaddik suffers, um, you know, it isn't, it doesn't free you from responsibility. I think that you have to distinguish that from Christianity. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the Ramchal's Kiddush is that it to, does to a certain extent. That is the Ramchal's Kiddush. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that it does not completely, but it, it makes it, it somehow is not just Mechaper, but also is, um, you know, Mechaper um, in the sense of putting a, 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 a um, a barrier between you and the pronos, but diminishes your is commanded So I've seen commented that it's interesting that we know that the din of an oil that we have later in Bayikra, of course, is very different than the description of the way Yitzchok is the Oila, right? The Oila doesn't go on the Mizbeach. The Oila is shechted 
on the side of the Mizbeach, and the blood is taken to the Mizbeach. And here, of course, as the human oila, is Yitzchak is actually, is, as the Pasuk says, that Vayivan Shom Avram is a Mizbeach, Vayakad is Yitzchak Benoi, Vayosam, I say, Allah Mizbeach, Mimala Eitzim. Right? So, and it's true, the aisle that takes his place, it sounds like the aisle also gets put on the Mizbeach, which is Lechaira, not like the Hilchas Oila that we have after Matan Peira. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm confused. What? Let me say it again. Avram Avinu was told to turn Yitzchok into an Oila. Yes. Right? And we have, an, we have a uh, definition of how you're Makrib and Oila from Sefer Vayikra. And it's not the way this Oila is described. This Oila is actually taken, the animal is taken and per, strapped onto the Mizbeach on top of the Eitzit, right? And the, therefore the, the Shechita will be on the Mizbeach on the Eitzim, seemingly on the Eish, which of course is not the way a carbonate was brought. And okay. even... You want to talk about the lumbus of this? Because of, maybe only the Mizbeach, by Obama, maybe only the top of the Mizbeach, that's Kedusha. Maybe it can't be Shaykhun if you will, because it says uh, uh, by the Bamais also they didn't they, they didn't put the they didn't put the oilus on whatever bonus they were allowed to bring on the, the, the on the Mizbeach, right? Whatever oilus the oilus achiv that they had to go on the Bamais, they didn't put it on top of the Mizbeach, right? They didn't put they didn't put the korbanos on top of the Mizbeach and tie it up there. That wasn't done. Okay. So so again, I'm just pointing out. And I think that this, this type of question is a good question. Uh, I don't have a great answer for it. But what I would say is it, it emphasizes to me something I was thinking about during Davini. So I was thinking today that I don't know whether there's been a kiyum of Natiya Bigvulenu, because obviously there's still a terrible Golvus. There's still people who can't go to Eretz Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself has not brought us in a state of simcha, despite the simcha we might feel by being in Eretz Yisrael. So I know that hasn't happened yet. But what I think, when I, when I see Eretz Yisrael still in my mind, fresh from my trip, and I think about how Natua so many communities are, so many yeshivas, so many Mekoyimus Teirah. And yes, I'm not saying we should go build like Kalasher, get the Mizbeach built. But what I think is that un, it, sh, it shouldn't just be in pockets of the Lumdisha world, like in Brisk and others, or in certain Kailalim, that they're learning Kochim Be'iyun. Kochim, Kilchas Karbonois, knowing Klor exactly how every carbon is brought, and the Dinim of Noiser Pigel, and the Dinim of old, of Tumentari, Nageya Karbonois, the Atse Marocha, the Avedis Akehanim, all of that should be standard fare and should be at least part of the the, the Seder HaMesechtis, in a way, like the Chafetz Chaim, I'm sure would applaud. Um, and you could say just learn Mishnayas or just say Karbonos every day. You know as well as I do that it doesn't go into your Kishkas. You do not have my sympathy on this. Unless you learn it. You do not have my sympathy on this. They say that the Chabonari Yeshiva once wanted to learn Kachim and they did a Goyer Lagra. 
And the Gorel came up with a very specific and decisive posuk. Near Pim Atem, near Pim, Alkain Atem Omrim, the Khonis Bechal Elokainu. The Brisker Lomdis is I did suited for coaching because it's all about what and not know why. It's all about learning. The Pasukim and Xeros Hakosovs are ideal for Brisker Lomdis. They're not good for the development of the thinking young mind. And again, I I love the fact that you mentioned this Gurdal Agro, but let's not learn Bederach near Pim. Let's Can't try. Kachim is like that. That's the way it is. Kachim no, is. Your hero disproves that. Rabbi Yosef Engel, in so many places, shows that that's not, that wasn't his approach. It's interesting. We don't have a good learning of Shlass and Kachim. But you have. And Zroy Mai, There's no good learning of Shlass and Kachim. Look, that's not a riot. I'm talking about the pieces from Asfandaraisa where you see he cares about Kachim in a Lumnish way and he's willing to think about it in a Lumnish way. And I think there's a way. That we can not uh, and move away maybe from the Gariz hegemony over Kodshim and expand it and think about it to use the type of thought processes that we've already sharpened so well in Noshim Nazikin and apply it. Yes, we don't have the Rishonim, we don't have the Lishonis to be Medayakim, but we've got Rambams and we have uh, plenty of other uh, Rishonim that we've now found. There's a plenty of work to do, and I know the Chafetz Chaim would agree with me. It's it, it's more than just learning Lakute Alochais, which he, of course, uh, wanted as an option for Balabatim to learn because there was no Rif. But actually, let's insert Zvachim. Look, there's uh, Menachis is a little bit. Uh, there's certain parts of Menachis which, as you know, are really not Nogeya Kachim at all. But Zvachim would be great. Now, I have an alternative. If people are afraid to accept the Kivilevich idea of Visitainu Bigvulenu, then what they should do is open up the second part of Psachim, known as Pesach Sheni, and they should be learning that in Yeshivas as well. And that would be at least, they shouldn't stop at the third parak of Psachim. Because, you know, Mokab Shinogu is a throwaway. And then the Arve Psachim is Bechlal, not is Bechlal, you know, uh, considered simplistic. But then you have uh, uh, you have the prokim starting from the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth parakim Each of them, I think, can at least be a, a very nice uh, gateway into kachim. The other option, of course, is yuma. Don't you think it would be beautiful to have yuma as to learn during uh, to have yuma as summer in Elzman? That should be a, that should that could be a standard thing. I, 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 again. Right, somebody who wants to uh, even uh, the the wants to be a chassid is supposed to be also in the imamus. I can't believe you're saying this. You're telling me that harchokas nazikin of Baba Basra is more germane, gishmak, and important than learning learning the avodas ayoyim of of yuma. Absolutely. What are you talking about? Big day shame. Absolutely. Oh, come on. The Torah says that our Chokas the Zikin is a manifestation of the Rochea Darchinea. It's much easier to learn the Rochea Darchinea from our Chokas the Zikin than it is from Zvachim. Not saying Zvachim is not important. We, we, we but have. It's not the same. Look, if again, the question I asked about the Akeda should be on the lips of every school child because they know what Karbonos are. People don't know. 
people people think a carbon, oh, is the carbon going on the Mizbeach? Is that where you're shechting? Oh, it's shechting on the side of the Mizbeach. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, again, you, you learn the third parak of Makis. People don't chop what's happening. They learn the second parak of Kedushan, where they have Kachim Kalim. Even the right. So again, we need to have a greater intensity in learning kochim, and we need to have the young minds sharpening themselves on these beautiful gemaras. There's I, again, no, you're not going to sell no, me. No, no, the no. first parak of Babakama is boring. Okay. I didn't say everything is is exciting, but it's uh, it's more germane. Okay. Rav Moshe Feinstein told uh, his his uh, Rav Ruben, um that um, the reason why he was going not doing brachos in, in the MTJ high school was because he wanted the bachrim to learn uh, the hanhogas of Hashem uh, Mishpat in terms of how important it was to be worried about Gezel and worried about Yenner's mumling and that Things like brochas and other hanhogas of arachayim they would see in the house, but what they would learn about would make them into yidin that would be bale parnosa and would be bale parnosa in an honest way because they'd see hayaptimadaktik putikamei and give back lost objects, etc. So I, I, I hear that. Um, all I'm saying is is that it should not be a boutique learning when you get to brusque. Now I'm going to be learning coaching. Yeah, yeah, again, I, I don't know what the, I'm going with Hebron's Havamina, and I think that especially we're living. Uh, the Havamina, the Havamina. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's a good Havamina. Oh boy, come on, the Abishta Gazak, the Draws Goyo. You know, you are so, when you want to, you suddenly become, you know, the, the most conservative person in the world. Oh, yes, the draw answered. God was answering him. Okay, come on. You know, look, I'm going to. No, I once made a girl. Look, from, from, from this week's, I'm going to tell you from this week's part. I once made a girl grow about myself. I wanted to know if a Kurdish Baruch if I was ever going to be a Rosh Hashidah. So I, so I got made a girl grow. I think it was when I was nearly slow. Maybe it was on I don't remember. So I got the Pasuk. I, I, I was very excited about the beginning of the Pasuk, but I didn't realize that would be McQueen maybe the end of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, so I pass my daughter, but he'll be batigli, but the boy, but I think I do it. So I feel like, oh, goodbye. But the Pasuk again, it's like around the area. I think we can end tonight with a, a, word, a famous one from Rav Zelmova, who was the Goyen's Talmud Chovit. Um, I always refer to Rav Zelma as, 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 <laughs> as Mycroft. <laughs> because you know he's he's just like Mycroft and Sherlock Holmes's older smarter brother. I, I have Rav Zelmo as Rav Chaim's like older smarter brother that people don't really know so much about. Um, anyway, so Rav Zelmo was asked why didn't he sign the Chayim as well uh, against the Chassidim, and he, he he answered the question based on a question in this parasha. Uh, we know that uh, Avram is obviously told to put Yitzchak on the Akeda and to uh, what happens? So Rav Zelma said, it's interesting that it wasn't a Malach who told him to take Yitzchak. Why was it that it was a Malach? If the Rabbanishim told him, 
then it should be the Rabbani Shalom who answers him. It shouldn't be a Malach Hashem. So Rav Zalma said, you see here, Yisrael, that to save a person, you, ha- you just have to know it's the Ratzon Hashem. And if a Malach tells you to save someone, a big person, like his Rebbe to go, of course he would do it. <laughs> he's going to stop whatever he's doing and say, yes, you told me what our Kodesh Baruch Tatsol is. But to kill a person, to destroy a person, even someone as great as a Malach can't do that. It has to be the Rebbe Nishayim himself. And we see that from that contrast. So, especially when we, we were thinking about uh, the Goyim. Yes, a Malach. Yes. And many of us with our Munas Chachamim are ready to Bashmutz and go out there, Lahashmer Lahareg. We have to realize <laughs> maybe, that it's a, if we're going to do something that's destructive to someone, that can only come from a tzivui of the Rabbani Shalom himself with the Navu and the power of Sadar Abraham Vinu. So, therefore, I would say, Let's be careful about how much we're going to attribute to the power of Tamid Chacham, the Goyin, etc., especially when it comes to turning a Masechta, like a beautiful Masechta, like Zvachim, uh, into a Masechta that's Muznach. To me, that's like killing it, not letting the young people out there learn it. With- I know it's not resolve your question, but Zemeshi was doing Kul Chulim, so the first two Brakim Chulim. Are, are very gishmak and they are included some some places, not so many. Right, but but as you know, part of it is because you have Roy and Chazaka, because in the first parrot there, it, it isn't because you're rolling up your sleeves and sticking your hands deep into Kodshim and understanding. I, I, to me, the lumdus of, of, of Pigal, the lumdus of Neisar, the lumdus of 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 all these halachas of uh, figuring out um, the exact halukim, and especially if you take a look in the Gemara and Zvachim when he talks about Todr Bakudish, there's such beautiful sugyas that you know melet the fingers from them, and it's a, it's 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 too bad that so many of our young alike who go into business after a number of years of learning and don't get that chance to matriculate to brisk our yeshivas, they're going to miss out that. And maybe it's with that sort of, listen, it's not by saying it with korbanos in the morning. You have to be Isaac. You have to put your kaychas into it. And if we want the schus of the hashpa, of the korbanos, of the idea of, of the shefa that brings the Rabbani Shum so close, it's got to come through real limad atayra, gros girl, maybe it was proper for that time. All right, that's it, my friends. Droshes and, 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 and suggestions. Be well, my friends. We'll see you. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.